app. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back. Second hour of the program here on Monday. And room for you at 508-996-0500. We were talking about the car that parked in front of a fire hydrant over the weekend. And uh, during a Saturday fire on Beetle Street, a kitchen fire, uh, there was uh, the need for the fire department to bust out the windows of the vehicle to be able to access that hydrant. So we're talking about this stepping up of parking enforcement that the New Bedford Police Department is currently currently doing to try to get people to realize that you can't park in certain spaces. Uh, so let's go back to the phones again, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Thank you for your patience. Tim. Yes. I just... I guess you didn't realize there's a whole group of people that, you know, the rules don't apply to them. Yeah, it seems that way. They can do whatever they like, and it's just, you know, lawlessness. They're like, I, I want to do whatever I like. I'm selfish. I I am not ignorant. I just do what I want because it's convenient for me. And so, you know, they have just, you know, sep- separate set of rules, you know, dispensation. And also, I think... Um, they're the same group of people that don't have to pull over when there's emergency vehicles going by. That's like one of my pet peeves. Where are you going that somebody in an emergency vehicle doesn't take priority? Right. I really, or, or, or crosswalks for children at schools. I used to live between two schools. <clears throat> and um, daily, you would see the crosswalk guards, you know, the, the mostly women out there crossing these kids, almost get run over. People would pull over or park, like, out of the way until the kids cross, and, and inevitably somebody would go around passing cars, and then, oh, oh, is that why everyone's pulled over? Yeah, there's a crosswalk. Like, people aren't paying attention, and ultimately, I don't think they care. They really don't care. Right. I mean, I thought, you know, I thought about it with the person parking in front of the hydrant. I'm like, why would you do that? And the only thing I could think of is, you know, if they're so frustrated that they can't find a place to park otherwise that they say, you know what, since I can't park anywhere, I'm going to have to park in front of the hydrant. And when they write me a ticket, I'll go down and I'll fight it. And I'll say that this is why, because this is happening or this is happening. So the rest of us can't find a place to park. But you're right. It's probably more likely just a sense of, yeah, I can park here. Nobody's going to nobody's going to bag me. I've never seen anybody else get a ticket. Why would I? You know, it's like, and, and and ultimately, you know, whether people just throw trash on the side of the road, just total disrespect. They don't care what their city's like. They, you know, but they're kind of right in a way. They're not getting caught most of the time because I'm sure it wasn't like, oh, the first time I ever did this, it happened. So when you're saying that, you know, when I'm saying that there's special rules for them, I think the uh, retraining and, you know, I think if you get a number of these offenses. I think those are the people that need to, you know, if somebody's been driving for 35, 55 years and, like, doesn't have issues like that, I don't think they should necessarily have to pay and, and get their license re 
confirmed, basically. But I think people that do those types of things, sorry, you need to pay. Oh, sure, yeah. You need to go and get your license suspended, and you need to figure out how you're supposed to conduct yourself, because if rules don't apply, this is the kind of way things go. So I, I would be totally on board with, you know, meter maids or whatever they're called now, you know, ticketing people. I'd, be like, I'd like, like them to smash the windows. Hey, we're just saving the time in case there's a fire, you know, so we just smashed the windows out. <laughs> Pre-smashed pre windows before the fire Yeah, happens. it's like, oh, that's a problem. And also people are saying, oh, it's a money grab. No, people need to follow rules. And if there's too many people living in a certain area, that's a whole other issue. But as far as like, you know, them having to snake their hose through, yeah. Maybe the meter maids need to just take, you know, immediately have them towed when they're in, in handicapped or, or you know, fire hydrant safety safety reasons. Get your yeah. car out of there. You I don't think, get a ticket. I, yeah, I think if, it's, if they catch it in front of a hydrant, that's an automatic tow. It should, and it should be. And I hope that when their windows are smashed out, I hope that the, the money they're raising from tickets, you know, I hope these people don't fight it and want and want that paid for. It's like that's on you. You you parked there, even if it was just for a second, it was a bad second that happened. Then you pay for that. Yep, still sorry. wrong. You, no you matter how long it was, up, it's you, still wrong. Yeah, you know, sorry, it's a hard way to learn. I mean, we've all run in somewhere quick, but not in front of a fire hydrant. Come on, <laughs> right? In front of somebody's driveway. Maybe they have to get somewhere in an emergency. I see people parked like halfway in somebody's driveway, mm -hmm. like the tail end. You know, unless you live there, that's that's not acceptable. And that's and, well, even if you, even if you live there, the it's street. not. As we found out last week, even if you live there, it's not acceptable. Even if it's your own driveway, you're not allowed to block it. Right, because I mean, maybe it's because of that. If an emergency vehicle or somebody has to pull up, like if you're too close to the end of the of of a driveway, or or directly across the street from it, it's hard for people to even pull in and out of their driveways. And I know that's oh, what a big problem. At least you have a driveway, but. You know, there's a lot of things that are, yeah, people are just, I do feel they're getting more inconsiderate in just across the board. And in fact, that brings me back to another point where I, I wouldn't even call in on Good Friday and talk to you about it. But as far as you were saying, well, nobody's trying to step on the rights of Christians and, and all of that. People just want to put out, you know, bath mats. Well, what I'm saying is bath mats are not a religious symbol. It's like something you step on. I know it's spelled differently. But it's what you step on when you get out of the shower. A bath mat. Yeah, it's it's baphomet. I know how it's spelled. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let you crack on somebody else's but, well, uh, that's, belief that's by, by mocking it. That's the point I'm making. I feel as though I hadn't heard about this since Christmas. And then all of a sudden on Good Friday, a very religious day of, of you know, respect. So I do feel like you're not no, they're not doing it. They have rights too. But do they really on that day? No, and then no, that's the no, day nobody to talk about it. No, but I brought Friday it up. is very you know reverent for, for a lot of people, and to me, I didn't hear it in February and, and March, and you know, like this, this. Well, because I thought of it because to address that. I thought about it because it was brought up that there were church services right, but, happening but, in a park. Right, but what I'm saying is that's not brought. Well, then they go can have their Satan worship, whatever it is, at a different time of year. But what I'm saying is, is it like they are not getting enough I don't, attention? No, I don't. So they have to you, do it at I think you missed you miss the entire way that the conversation went down, I think. Nobody well, I wasn't about to listen to that myself on Good Friday, but I feel like if they have an issue and they want to do that at a different time, otherwise you are trying to step on somebody else's religious Okay, no, nobody was asking to do it on Good Friday. 
Nobody was asking to do it. I brought it up because I said that people were... Well, that was were, a little bit off. Uh, to me, that was over the line. Well, me, that's that that's fine. That's fine. I don't, I don't have I to mean, respect somebody else's belief if they're not going to respect somebody else's. Right, especially if they're just bath mats. All right, good All day. Right, okay. <sighs> the call was going fine. She always has to go too far. You don't call in and call somebody else's belief uh, a mocking name. You wouldn't like it if somebody did that to your beliefs. You you got upset because I talked about it on Good Friday. But yet you're going to go and crap on somebody else's belief? Since you didn't want to listen, you just talk when you call and you don't you don't even take a breath? Let me recap for you since you said that you didn't listen. But yet you wanted to attack something you knew nothing about. I brought it up. Nobody was asking to put Baphomet out on Good Friday. Nobody was asking to put Baphomet out for Easter. What I brought up was that when we had callers, hang on, I'll get to you in just one moment. When we had the discussion about Baphomet being part of the holiday display, the conversation that was having was people calling in and saying, I don't want your religious iconography in a public park. That was the discussion. That was the argument that I had with Jess Machado in the hallway, that if they want to have an observation of Baphomet, they should go and build a place in order to have that worship. They should go and build themselves a church. As I tried to explain, the whole point of, of those types of beliefs is that you don't need a building to do it. But whatever, you know, that was her take on it, was that you needed to have a place to go and do that, that it didn't belong in a public park. So my question was, why does the way of the cross get to be reenacted in a public park? Why does a sunrise service for Easter happen in a public park, but yet you feel like this other belief can't happen in a public park? So the war on Christianity that you think is happening is just me trying to have a conversation about why is one okay and the other isn't. See, the war on Christianity in your mind is just everybody not being a Christian. And you like to act like it's okay for everybody to be something else and for people to have differing opinions in you, but you always want to call in and bash everybody that has different opinions in you. And you can't bother to... And, and I, I, don't, I won't even say it's that you can't bother to learn the correct pronunciation of this other deity. It's that you just intentionally want to pronounce it incorrectly in a mocking way. That's not very Christian-like of you. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you, Gilly? Good, good. I heard you talking about parking illegally and all that stuff. Yes. Well, I'm going to tell you a little incident that's happened with, uh, you know, City Hall. I do. And I, I, I'm familiar with it. We're on a first-name basis. <laughs> uh, Sixth Street. I just want to paint a picture for you. Sixth Street. Across from the parking lot that they have on the west side of uh, the city hall, mm -hmm. there's a cutout there, and it says "No parking loaded zone." Okay, the way I'm bringing this up is because um, Mr. Gomes, okay, he used to park there all the time for the meetings. But the thing that really got me one time was he had a motion on the agenda that he wanted signs put up at a business, a friend's business, no parking and all this stuff. And he said 
as he talks, he said, and he wants the police department to go by and ticket the people that parked illegally. So, you know me, I get up and I walk out of City Hall, I go downstairs, and where's Mr. Gomes parked? Right at the no parking zone. Well, okay, I, I was promoting. I'll ask this question. Is there, were there hours for the loading zone? Because usually with loading zones, it's between no, certain no, hours. No, there, were no hours. there were no hours, but they still says no parking loading zone. So what happened is I went back upstairs and I told the officer that was working the detail. I said, didn't Mr. Gomes just say, if you go outside right now, he's parked in the no loading zone. Why does he want, is he special? So I have confronted him after the meeting. I says, how can you ask people, the cops, to do their job by you breaking all the rules? And he kept doing it. So you know what I did? I went down there and I called the meeting mates. They were there, that, you know, early. They gave him a ticket. Okay? Is he special to park wherever he wants? And he's public safety. That's the part that really gets me. And you know what you mentioned about uh, the, they broke the windows to put the hoses through? Mm-hmm. Years ago, and you know I've been going to City Hall for a long time. Years ago, they had a picture in the Standard Times when the Standard Times was delivered. And they put the hoses through the window, too. Okay? I mean, I'm going back a few years. But I just want to, you know, is he better than anybody else to park there? And they ticketed him. Did he have the ticket fixed or did he pay it? I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe sometimes people need to learn that way. Maybe they need to get a ticket and then they learn not to park there anymore. Well, that's the part that gets me. He preached about going and texting a regular person, but yet he breaks the rules. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. We'll be at the public meeting tonight. Uh, all right. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. And uh, we will take more of your phone calls, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in right now, though, I do have to go to my first break of the hour. When we come back, we have more room for you. You can also send us app chat messages on the WBSM app. Uh, I will read a few app chat messages that came in in the last couple of moments when we come back from the break. You can also leave us a voicemail as well on the open line feature on the WBSM app. We'll be right back. Never Let You Go by Third Eye Blind. And that's the theme song for all the callers who, and app chatters who say, that's it, I'm done with you. I'm never going to listen again. And then they just, they just keep listening because they can never let me go. And that's what happened with that caller that called in before. The lady who, listen, I'm going to be fair. I feel most of the time that I hear you call this station, whether it's me or other shows, you just make awful comments about people. And you didn't like the fact that I brought this up on Good Friday. So let me just read her app chat message. No, Tim, it's not me that doesn't understand. You're not admitting it was very much crossing the line and disrespectful to be having that conversation on Good Friday. And if you don't understand that, no people should have should not have to respect others who didn't get brought up with the foundation of faith and they want to get attention by talking about it on somebody else's day. All I needed to hear about it was that you were talking about it on that day. I don't need to hear any more. That was disgusting, despicable, and over the line, I'm done. I will talk to you tomorrow. 
because I'm sure you will call in. Uh, and I will also say this. You're the only person that complained about it. There were people that called in and had conversations with me about it. There were people that sent app chat messages in about it. You were the only person that was upset about it. If anybody else was offended by it, call in and let me know. 508-996-0500. But I'm going to say to you the same thing that I will say to that caller. I don't care that you were offended, right? We're not supposed to care when people get offended. We're not supposed to live in a world where we got to worry about who we're going to offend, right? So I should be able to come on and talk about what I want to talk about no matter what day that it is. Just because you believe something that I don't believe in, that's not why I, I chose to talk about it that day. I wasn't trying to belittle your beliefs at all. If I wanted to belittle your beliefs, I would talk about how uh, that the story of the resurrection of Jesus doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Seems like a fairy tale. That would be disrespectful. But I didn't say that. What I was talking about was that because the conversation that morning was about these public park presentations, why wasn't that, why, why was it that, why was it that the Baphomet in the park was such an issue for people, but these celebrations are not? That was my point. But, you know, because it might have offended you, even though you just admitted you didn't even know what it was that I was talking about, that it was just the fact that I talked about it offended you. Okay, well, I'm offended by everything that you say when you call in most of the time. All of your rants about illegal immigrants, all of your rants about people who don't feel and think exactly the same way that you do, you're the same person that would call Barry and tell him how awful I was and how terrible my show was because I have a differing opinion of you. Don't think I don't remember that. Of course I remember it. And if I didn't remember it, I could go back and listen to the podcasts. So there you go. We also have, uh, let's see. This comes from Dan in New Bedford. My negative rant for today, you bring up news articles on the radio to stir up conversation, but for some reason, anyone that goes against you or your beliefs are idiots. Once again, not everyone wants to live in your little world. I'm wondering when you're going to start screening calls and app chat messages that only agree with you. Uh, it would be, wouldn't be much of a show. Yeah, I know, Dan. That's why I don't do it. But what am I supposed to do? Not, not have my own opinions on things because they differ from what yours are? That wouldn't be a very good show either. I just, I don't get it. What is wrong with some of you people that you can't have somebody think something differently than you? That you call my side of things, we're the snowflakes, but you're the ones that get your feelings hurt every time somebody doesn't think the same way you do. My world is great. I live in a great world. Every so often I have to deal with people who are, are bigoted and closed-minded and don't want to hear anything that disagrees with them. That's just a little bit of the downside to my world. But other than that, my world is great. Come and check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. And uh, Blue Googs, I, I don't know what your... I don't understand... What uh, what you're saying there, but he says, hey, Timmy, Daddy, WBSM from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, yeah, that's that's when I'm on. Thanks, I guess. Feel free to uh, clarify your point with another app chat message. 
Anyway, 508-996-0500. When the phone doesn't ring, I'm going to assume that's all the people that were offended by what I said on Friday. It offends you. It offends you. Offends you. Deeply to your core. That I asked the question, why is one religious observance okay in a public park, but the other one isn't? That was the question that I asked. Did I come on the radio on Good Friday and say, everyone must all hail Baphomet? All hail Satan. Stop celebrating Good Friday and instead worship Lucifer. Did I say any of that stuff? No. I asked the question of why is one religious service okay in a park and another piece of religious iconography was not. That callers and, and, and hosts felt that it was okay to have Easter services in a park, but that it wasn't okay for there to be a representation of another belief system in the park. That was what I was talking about. That I thought everybody should be equal and everybody should be free to worship the way they see fit. And that if one doesn't belong in a public space, neither does the other. That was the conversation. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around how you can have so much vitriol for something that you didn't even listen to, first of all. I, it's nonsensical to me. I'm sorry. It's nonsensical to me. Dan can say that I'm trying to call people idiots, but I'm not. What I'm saying is it, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know how you can be so offended by something you don't, don't even know what was talked about. And if you don't like the fact that that conversation happened on Good Friday, I'm sorry. Too bad. It's not Good Friday to me. Nor is it Good Friday to all of my listeners. Well, not to all of my listeners. So we're going to have conversations that people don't like. It's not out of disrespect. Dis see, disrespect would be something that I intended to do. Disrespect would be for me saying, coming on here and saying, well, I don't think anybody should be celebrating Easter or Good Friday or Passover or anything else. And I didn't say that. I asked why people were against one service being in a public park, but for another service being in a public park. That was the question. And we had a pretty good conversation about it. Nobody got upset. Nobody was yelling. Uh, well, you know, my number one fan over there, uh, she called in and, you know, she got a little bit upset, but that's okay. She gets upset at me anyway. That's going to happen. But it was, a, it was an adult conversation about an adult topic had by adults. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. If you want to call in and discuss that, if you want to talk about what we were discussing when it comes to the illegal parking situation or the parking violations, uh, again, if you didn't see the photo of what the fire department had to do to that car, you can check it out at wbsm.com and on the app. Kate also has the story up now about the other fire that happened on Blackmore Street. Again, that was two fires over the weekend uh, here in New Bedford. You know, two two fires that we're aware of. I'm sure there were other calls that they replied to as well. I responded to rather. 
And also we have uh, another story where she's talking about UMass Dartmouth. This is Kate's story here. UMass Dartmouth planning safety upgrades in the wake of the student's death last week. And we've just been kind of saying this to ourselves a little bit here, but man, there was a lot of deaths last week, a lot to have to contend with for the people of the South Coast here with these tragedies over the past you know, week or so. And again, you never want to have to say, well, on the plus side of it, but if there has to be something positive that comes out of it, if there has to be some positivity out of tragedy, these safety upgrades, I think, will, will make a big difference. And we talked about how dangerous it can be driving on Ring Road. We talked about how uh, distracted driving is an issue. We've talked about how uh, distracted walking is an issue. So the fact that they're going to be making some upgrades... Um, is at least, again, I, I never want to tr- try to say there's a, a silver lining to it, but if there has to be something that you know can come out of this that will um, prevent it from happening again, I'm, I'm glad that that is the case. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. If you want to um, send us an app chat message, you can do that. If you want to record an open line voicemail, you can do that. Uh, we have... Answered seven in a cushion who says, Tim, all the people who are offended are probably the people who think the election was stolen and that millions of votes were somehow switched to the current president. I know I must have offended someone. I don't hear anyone who calls Barry get offended. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily tie one and one together. Um, I don't know that anybody else was offended because other people heard the conversation. So they knew where I was coming from with it. This is someone who apparently heard about what I was talking about and decided to become offended by it. Which I think is, I don't know, like, you got offended by a rumor? If you want to go back and listen to the podcast, its I promise you it's not going to be nearly as bad as you think that it is, but if you want to go back and listen to the podcast and then call back and tell me that you're offended and talk about specific points that are offended you, I still won't care. But at least I'll have a better idea of what it was that offended you rather than just being a rumor. You probably won't like the part where I pointed out that, you know, some of the spring Easter festivals were co-opted pagan rituals and beliefs. You probably won't like the part where I talked about how there were other Messiah stories before the Jesus story. But, you know, it was Good Friday. I shouldn't shouldn't have said that, right? (sighs) It was also Passover. Nobody called in about that. 508-996-0500. We got some calls here. Hold on. Let me put them both on hold. And then we'll go to the phones. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hello. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. How you doing? Good. How are you? I was just calling about bathroom at the... Yes. Um, I just, I just uh, spoke with somebody about this. And uh, basically, it comes down to, you know, they need to rent the property, basically, like like the Catholics do, like if they had their ceremony there or the Christians or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had basically permission from the city of New Bedford. Either they paid for a permit or they rented the spot. 
You know, that's what happens with these displays. If the you know people want to put up their display, then go down to the mayor's office and rent the spot. That's right. I think why Baphomet didn't belong with Santa Claus and all them. Okay? Right. And we and we talked about that. I, I mentioned that point that you can't just go and add to the holiday display because if they allow right. that, then anybody would go down there and, and put anything out there. But that the the conversation that happened around that. It's, so it's not about whether or not Baphomet should have been removed from the park. It was about the conversation that happened on the radio didn't around belong there. About didn't belong there. You can't even, as a public person, take a statue of of Santa Claus and put it in the in the park without right. but, you know their like, permission. Okay. But again, that wasn't the point of the conversation. The point of the conversation. What's the point then? That on uh, well, around that happening, when that happened, around that, the conversation was, I don't want these religious iconography things in the park. I don't want there, because part of the conversation was... Because they don't belong with, with Santa Claus stuff. It, it, no, not about that in general. It was about being in the park in general. Because part of the conversation was that some of the local pagans said, well, next year for Christmas, we're going to go get space at the park and we're going to put on a pagan display. And, and they got the right to. Absolutely. They, they pay do. for it. But there they were pay for it. But there were people who were saying that they don't have the right to do that, that that doesn't belong, that the park is not a place for them to display their religious iconography. And so that's what I was saying. How can you say that this isn't a place where somebody can do that if that's what they want to do if you're saying that you can go and get a permit to do it at Easter time? Yeah. You know, but uh, like like I say, you know, it's like equal rights just don't exist anyways because of the fact that, you know, if, uh, you know, like you say, Christians or anybody else, any group of people wants to rent out the spot, you know, they can go do it, right? But, um, you know, we have some nasty believers in the city, you know, or in the country or whatever that still have beliefs in, like, say, the KKK. Mm -hmm. Now, what if the KKK wanted to buy a permit and go have their rally and raise a cross at Brooklyn Park. Would that be okay to you? Well, I don't think they can. I don't think they could burn a cross at the park. No, no, I think no that's burn illegal. a cross. Raise, raise, just raise a cross. You know what I mean? Like I'm serious. Like not, yeah. not like serious. So, like I stand up for the KKK. Right. No, I know what, what I'm you trying mean. to get here is people. People always point fingers at like, yo, this one has the right to do something, but nobody ever says like it's an equal country. Well, they say it's an equal country, but it comes down to like. Always about, uh, you know, only the good people can do stuff. The well, bad if, people so can't. I, I think when know? it comes down to things like the Klan or Nazis yeah. or anything like that, I think that the communities look at that to see would it be, it. Would it, yeah, would it be a public disruption? Would it cause problems? Would it lead, would it incite violence? Would it but, cause issues? Um, but so, on, on the pot, though, isn't it equal belief, though? Like some people, you know, they yes, it, it unfortunately, right unfortunately, it should be. Unfortunately, 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 exactly. it should be. But the problem is, as we've seen historically, uh, yeah, they don't just go the out there and 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 have their have their no, say and then go home. Um, Even if, if they did, though, the people wouldn't want them there. I know that. Even if they went there peacefully, the people wouldn't want them there because of you know what they say they are. People shun each other. Like like for instance. I've got mental illness, you know what I mean? My friends have walked away from me. I'm you know sorry, I mean? I'm sorry, that like people, that shouldn't happen. People shun each other. They do. They don't, you know, they don't, when things don't go their way, they shun each other. You know, so that's just life in general, man. Baphomet, you know, is Baphomet, whatever. If that's what people want to celebrate, then fine. Pay for your, pay for your spot, then. 
You know, put up a big, big picture of them, and if it's legal, it's legal. People got to deal with it. And, and, and that was my point: that if if one right. can be allowed, the other can be allowed. Just you know, follow the process, of course. Because I actually call, I actually call the mayor's office on this, and I was like, let me just get to the, you know, do we have to rent a spot in the park to put things up or get a permit? And then she, you know, they were like, I'm not positive, but most likely. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go through the city to get permission to use the public park. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a permitting process, of course. Like, yeah. if you, even if you want to go out and do like you know have organized yoga in the park, you got to put out a permit. You know, you and I could go out and do yoga in the park, no problem. Yeah, but we can't but bring if, fifty people there and right. make money. If we wanted to start, yeah, if we want to start utilizing it in a larger scale, then yes, you would need a permit for that public gathering. So, all right, I got to hold you there yeah. because I got some other calls. But thank you so much. All right. And yeah, I think the caller and I were agreeing um, on on. A lot of that too. So, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Let's take another call before I have to take a break. You're next on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, hold on. There we go. Sorry, my fault. Tim. Yes. If I did yoga in the park, we'd have to get a special permit for that. Let me tell you, <laughs> you wouldn't want to see that. If, if I tried to do it, we'd have to have an ambulance on scene. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the last time I attempted yoga in the public. But anyways, you and I disagree on a lot of things. You and I agree on a lot of things. You bring a lot of different things to the table, not just political things, but a lot of other stuff, probably more than anybody else you bring to the table. And when I disagree with you, it's it's up to me to be able to be responsible enough to not disrespect you or be disrespectful towards you. If we can't do that, then there's a problem, mm -hmm. okay? Keep up the good work. Keep up the good fight. You're doing a great job, whether I agree with you or disagree with you. Keep up the good work and keep up the good fight, man. That's all I can say. All right. Well, thank you so much. Take care. You as well. And and I think that that is the case. And I think, you know, I, I, I think that caller got, you know, the, 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 the caller that got upset with me, I think got emotional about the idea of the topic. Again, not knowing what it was that we discussed, that if you had heard it and you heard the way that it was discussed, you would realize it wasn't any kind of an attack on Easter. As I said multiple times, you know, that these Easter services were having happening in the park as they should, as they should be able to happen. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have religious observances in a public park. As somebody who firmly, firmly believes in the separation of church and state, as somebody who does not believe that, uh, you know, formalized, organized prayer should happen in school, I also don't think that a kid should not be allowed to pray if they choose to. That uh, if there's a moment of silence after the Pledge of Allegiance, I don't know if they still do that, but if, if in that moment of silence, a child chooses to use that as a time of prayer, absolutely. Go right ahead. If a child wants to, to say grace before they eat their lunch or their snack, absolutely. Go ahead. I think that those things should be allowed to happen. The same way if a Muslim child needs to, you know, um, bow to Mecca at a certain time during the day. Well, you've got to let that happen, too. The same way that I believe if a Jewish child wants to wear their yarmulke to school, absolutely, go right ahead. But I don't, I don't think that it should be something that is directed from the school. I don't think it is something that, you know, obviously it's different if you're in a religious-based school. I'm talking about a public school. So I am not opposed to the idea of these services happening in a park. I think it's a great idea. You're gonna you're, if you're gonna reenact the way of the cross, well, you, you're gonna need to do it somewhere publicly. 
with enough space for people to gather and watch, and it makes more sense to do it outside, do it in a public park. Absolutely. But you can't say, well, now, but the pagans can't go and, you know, pull a permit for, as they were, I think they were saying they were going to do it at, at Buttonwood Park, just so as not to clash with other displays and, and, and things that happen in other parks. If they wanted to put out a big pagan display at Christmas time to celebrate the, and, and by the way, it's not, it's not a matter of saying, well, they're just trying to co-opt Christmas time. No, the winter solstice is an important part in the pagan ritual and the, and the pagan beliefs. The Yuletide, the Yule is, comes from the pagan belief. So it is their time of year too. So it makes sense that if they wanted to do it, they should be allowed to do it as well. Again, there's a process you got to follow. Follow the process, of course. And that's why I said, you know, ultimately the Baphomet statue didn't belong because they don't allow people to just come and put things into the display. But that's not the reason why, that is the reason why it should be removed. Not because of what it represents. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break. Coming up, more talk with me and Jack Blaine because he'll be coming in to turn on the light coming up in the next hour. Uh, but before we get into that, I still have one more break to play in the hour. Before I do that, I want to tell you about my friends over Precision Window and Kitchen because if you are thinking this is the time of year when it's time to get some stuff done around your house, you know, you've been looking at it all winter and you say to yourself, I think I want to have some new windows put in so I can get some more natural light in the home. I want to have some new doors put in because maybe maybe those doors are kind of old and drafty or maybe they don't let enough light in. Maybe you want to have something that's going to have a little bit of a window that will let something in. Maybe you need a new screen door, a storm door. Maybe you just want to have a little bit more of a modern look to where you live or just, you know, some some modern use out of it. Then all you have to do is call Precision Window and Kitchen. They can get rid of those windows with the pulleys and the weights and all that. They can put in something that will really be easy to open and make it so you can enjoy all that fresh air. They can do a full remodel of all the windows in your home. They can just replace one window. They can just replace one pane of glass. They can just repair a fixed, uh, they can fix a, a broken screen. Whatever you need them to do, they can do it. No job is too big. No job is too small. Whether it's a full remodel or just fixing one little thing that went wrong over the course of the winter. They can do it because they've been doing it for over 35 years. And check out Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford. You can go down to their showroom at 1111 at Avenue and see some of the different materials that they use, or you can just go right online at precisionwindowandkitchen.com. That's precisionwindowandkitchen.com. Want to get WBSM's top stories of the day sent right to your inbox? Sign up now for the free WBSM newsletter. You'll get all the best content from WBSM.com sent directly to you in an easy-to-read format. The WBSM newsletter is all the best from across the South Coast. Delivered right to you. Sign up today at WBSM.com slash newsletter. From the 1420 WBSM flagship insurance studio, the talk continues right now on WBSM New Bedford. Flagship insurance agency leads the way with affordable and sound insurance solutions for your business. Go to flagshipins.com. 1420 WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station. All right, we are just about out of time for this hour. We'll be joined by Jax Blaine. The next hour is we'll be turning on the light. But uh, I got a bunch of app chat messages. I don't think I'm going to be able to read them all before the end of the hour. Maybe we can read them at the start of the next hour. But uh, I will mention the one from Pat in New Bedford who says, Hi, Tim. I'd pay to see you do yoga in the park. This might be a great fundraising idea. 